Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen of the North, South, East, and West, and welcome to another episode of Film Focus. I'm your host, the Hypersonic 55, and I'm glad you decided to join me once again for some film-related discussion. And yeah, as you can see from the name of this episode, we're going to be talking about that recent Resident Evil film that showed up at the late side of November in the US and showed up over here in the UK on the early side of December. Now, originally, I was not going to talk about this film, but then after I saw it, I was just like, I need to talk about this now. It's one of those sort of infectious diseased kind of movies that festers in your mind to the point where you're just like if i don't get this out of my system man i may die <laughs> that may be a bit of an exaggeration but literally it's one of those films that you just ponder about its badness its filthiness that you're just like i need to talk about it so instead of talking about west side story or encanto or the matrix resurrections I'm going to talk about this because this film annoyed me. It's been almost a week and it's still on my mind. So let's talk about it. This is probably going to be one of the more unscripted like uh, episodes I'm doing. But that's just because I'm, I'm all over the place with this right now. Um, just for a little bit of context. When it comes to the Resident Evil video game franchise, I am no expert by any means. I have only played like maybe three out of the handful of games that exist and that's only Resident Evil 5, Revelations and the Umbrella Chronicles. Beyond that, I've seen at least all of the Let's Plays from Resident Evil 1 up until Resident Evil 5. But I know the story of 6 as well. And I actually did watch um, Let's Plays of Resident Evil 7 and eight as well so i'm pretty well versed in who the characters are the general mythology and i've said for years that the resident evil franchise would work pretty well in a live action film format there is plenty of material to work from and especially given the fact that we had those paul ws anderson films that pretty much decided to just go on its own random adventure and sprinkle in just tiny references to the games when it comes to characters and locations and certain other bits and bobs but just in a way that just had the most superfluous like effect on the movie it's just like that f those films were barely resident evil like you know there was barely anything to do with the games at all so when i heard that there was this reboot on the horizon i was like okay there is hope and then the first images came out and i'm like what is this? I mean, some of the actors that they pick for some of these aren't too bad, but I felt like it. there was an air of cheapness about it, but I was thinking, okay, these are just early images. Sometimes first screenshots of films that come out, they're just, you know, not a proper representation of what the actual film will look like. Sometimes things can get touched up, or sometimes certain scenes will be reshot in a way that'll look different, sometimes they'll change the background, you know, that kind of thing. But then I saw the first trailer, and I'm like, oh no, oh dear, this looks very questionable. Now don't get me wrong, that choice of song is a fun song from the 90s, especially with its meme-based quality, but the fact that they chose that for a Resident Evil trailer, it just gave off the wrong kind of vibe to me. And I was just like, Ugh, there is so much cheapness to the way in which the set design is. The CGI looks so questionable. And 
even the action just doesn't look that compelling either. So I'm like, ah, this film is probably going to be pants, but I am curious enough that I'm going to give it a look. But again, morbid curiosity got the better of me once the film became available on streaming. So I'm like, you know what, let me give it a look. And uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City is a bad film. It's bad, dude. And it continues the trend of filmmakers fundamentally misunderstanding the source material and creating something new without any significant entertainment value. As a film on its own merits, it definitely has some decent elements. At the start, it created a pretty good eerie and creepy atmosphere with some of the locations you were in and learning about this uh, facility with some of the doctors and like some of these like... Uh, main characters but once that first period of the film is gone and we get into the main meat of the story everything just goes wrong it's incredible how strange weird over the top and downright dumb this is now granted the resident evil series isn't any high art by any means it definitely has its cheesy weird over the top and just downright confounding moments over the course of the series however especially with the first set of games when you're talking about resident evil 1 through to 3 there was a consistency a simplicity and just a through line with those stories that made them work and i feel like this film when it attempted to borrow from the source material it decided to borrow too much and crash two games into one which makes no sense you have the stuff going on with the spencer mansion from the first game but then you also have the stuff going on with resident evil 2 with the police station and all the stuff going on with that as well you've crammed two things into one movie and you can tell as the story is progressing that there is some of these newer story elements that they implemented, but you also have plot elements from Resident Evil 1 and 2 all combined into one story, and there is not enough time for these plot lines to breathe. But as it seems to be the case with a lot of really bad things that I've watched this year, it's all about the writing. Everything is written in a way where it's just dumb, confounding, strange, and clearly not competently done especially when it comes to the dialogue the dialogue is absolutely just it's tiring you watch people interact with no personality and even though they're supposed to be partners or friends or create this sort of camaraderie between them there is nothing there there is no life between like these characters and the strange thing is in the beginning you have at least a decent pace which is going on and you feel like you know you're getting immersed into what is this version of the resident evil story but then as things progress and the story starts to get going everything just seems to speed along there isn't enough time for you to take in what's happening and it just felt like certain moments were just like sped along like you were in a car driving towards the end of the movie at a really high pace so when there are some of these more pivotal revelations that take place it's just like well okay this is happening now because there wasn't at least enough explanation before this to get to this point or there's certain things that just get dropped and oh, i think was it one of the key things that really irked me was the way in which this film also handled its references to the video games there are a fair few verbal and visual references to the games and 
these were not those kind of fun Easter eggs, but they were more like, okay, we need to put these in just so, like, you know, the fans will have something to, like, like in this film, as opposed to creating a compelling story with visual and audio references that fit within the context of the film and aren't just for, like, uh, fan service. And don't get me wrong, fan service and, like, references and Easter eggs aren't an issue, but when they're thrown in willy-nilly like this just to, you know, grab the eyes of fans, but don't actually serve a purpose in the film, it's just like, well, what's the point then? Now, there were a lot of people that were giving shit to Mortal Kombat that came out earlier on this year, except I felt like that film understood its assignment in terms of being a video game adaptation far better than this one did. With Mortal Kombat, yes, it definitely had problems with its story, it had an unnecessary new character that didn't need to be there, and the violence and plot overall definitely needed some retooling. However, that movie definitely had a much better representation of the games than this film does. This film just felt like some really cheap, weird experiment that just happened to have Resident Evil elements sort of thrown in at the last minute. The presentation of this film, you could tell that it was on a budget because even though you have locations like the Spencer Mansion or the Raccoon City Police Department, they are incredibly small compared to the games and they just look so small, really cheap and even the visual effects, they vary from being okay to looking really cheap and at least a good decade or two older than they should be and the lighting on it looks weird, the movement looks odd, and even though you've got some of these more traditional Resident Evil based villains in there, again they just don't look right and haven't been introduced in a way that feels compelling. And then you've got the characters. The actors in this film are pretty much just the Resident Evil characters in name only as they barely represent their video game counterparts and in some cases don't even look like them. Now I understand, as an adaptation you make some changes, but some of these changes just felt so random to the point where it's just like, you shouldn't have called it Resident Evil if you're not even gonna attempt to make these characters look like the people that people like in the first place. The only person I would say is the exception to the rule is Robbie Amell as Chris Redfield. At least when you look at him, I'm like, okay, this guy looks like Chris to a degree and acts like him to a degree as well, so that's not too bad. And Kea Scoladelaro, I probably butchered her last name, I apologize, but she plays Claire Redfield. She's not too bad as well. Everybody else, you're just like, what is going on here? When you have Hannah John Kamen as Jill Valentine, I'm like, I like you, Hannah, but you're no Jill Valentine. Then you have Tom Hopper, who is supposed to be Albert Wesker, and I'm like, are you serious, bruv? No chance. No, no, no. But the biggest offense is Avon Jojia as Leon S. Kennedy. This guy, I feel bad for him because I felt like he was put up in a situation to fail, but I feel like this is the biggest definition of character assassination we've ever seen in my life. I have never seen a representation of a character so butchered in a film in so long. Leon Kennedy is one of the shining stars of the Resident Evil game universe. People love this character. He has a very specific history from his first appearance in Resident Evil 2 up until like one of his more notable appearances in Resident Evil 4 and then 6 and so on and so forth. 
and for them to turn him into the biggest clown I have ever seen in my life is a travesty. But even if you take out the fact that he's from a video game, just in terms of a character in general, I have never seen a more incompetent police officer depicted in film. This guy doesn't know anything. He seems to have gotten on the force on a technicality and everybody clowns him. And he clowns himself. In situations where there is danger, he doesn't know how to operate himself. He doesn't know what to do with himself. He, he seems to have people saving his ass on numerous occasions. And I'm like, are you not a man of action? Are you not a law... Are you, are you not a police officer? Do something. Do something of value. You stupid clown. I have never been, I've never sighed, rolled my eyes and just felt so much depression for a depiction of a character in film. He was awful. And I feel bad for the actor because he had to take the brunt of this. But also beyond the fact that his character is a complete clown. Why does this man look like Carlos instead of Leon? This guy looks like Carlos from Resident Evil 3, but he's called Leon and he doesn't even look like a dude. What is this? <sighs> Beyond that, I guess the only other thing to talk about would be the fact that I appreciate the attempt that they, that the filmmakers put into this film to, you know, emulate scenes, plot points, and references from the games. I can give them minor points for that. You can see that there was at least some effort put into this. However, you could see that they did not have the writers, the budget, and the creative vision to truly make this thing come to life. They really crapped on the idea of a Resident Evil live action film again. And it is a very, very bad thing when your film is worse than the Paul W.S. Anderson movies. And I rewatched all of those. Actually, no, I rewatched the first one and then watched all of the rest of the films for the first time back in the summer. And I would say Resident Evil 2 Apocalypse is probably my favorite just because it's the closest we could get to the games before he goes full on into chaos mode with putting Alice as the main character and putting her in all these sort of next level apocalyptic situations which is just completely insane and dumb and just what the hell but i would say at least the first film had a different approach to its story and its characters but it had well executed action it had a good atmosphere and it was simple and effective i appreciate that and while the second film I can understand why people don't like it as much. I think it's solid because, again, it gets the most amount of references to the games that it can, and while changing a certain amount of things, but still keeping within that Anderson aesthetic that he's worked with for a little while. But then after that, everything just sort of goes off the rails. But even with those later films that get more chaotic and strange as they go along, there is a consistency to the way in which he handles the action, the story, even though there's a bunch of retcons, which, you know, I won't go into right now, but at least with his films, you know what you're getting into. With this, it was a chance for a fresh start, and somehow they squandered it real bad. So, if you couldn't tell for, from my tone already, just don't watch this, man. This film is a pain in the arse, and it is a waste of time that you will not get back. And it had the balls to try and set up like a sequel with a post credit scene. I'm like, no, mate, shut this down. Wipe the slate clean and start again. So I am very curious to see how the next live action adaptation is going to be handled. 
but I feel like they've squandered this opportunity again. You could throw this in the bin with the rest of the other like weird, bad video game adaptations. Ugh. If you have seen this, let me know in the comment section below or online where I'm at Hypersonic55 or at FilmFocus55. Check out the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, um, Spotify and all that good stuff. I understand this was like, you know, a less scripted, weird, hubbled, like mess of a thing, but I just needed to get this out. So here you go. Um, until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Hypersonic55 signing out. Peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.